Welcome to Living Biblically, a podcast from Graceland Church. Join us as Pastor Nate shares biblical wisdom that we can use in our daily lives and relationships to help us put Jesus first in our lives for our neighbors. Do you believe this statement? The strongest Christians, and I might even say the most spiritual Christians, are the ones most willing to repent. Is that something when you think about a strong, spirit-filled, mature Christian, he or she is the one most willing to repent. In Psalm 86, King David prays something that I find very difficult to pray. Here's what he prays in verses 14 through 16. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seek my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. What what is David doing in Psalm 86? And, And what is as a question that you should regularly ask as you're reading the Bible? We want to think biblically, we want to read biblically. And, and what is the context of this psalm? What's the context of, of any verse or chapter or book that you're reading? And, and what is he praying that I find so difficult? Here's some of the context. David is surrounded by enemies who want to do him harm. We see that in verse 14. He calls out to the Lord. It's, it's the Hebrew word Adonai, meaning sovereign. I'm calling out to you, sovereign God. And he repeatedly in this prayer is reminding himself that God is providential and sovereign over his life. But here's the difficult part for me. In verses 15 through 16, he doesn't call on God to enact justice against his enemies. He doesn't appeal to God to smite his enemies. He doesn't try to make a case for himself. Instead, he calls on God to give him grace and strength amidst the rebuke of his enemies. He's asking God to to incline his heart so that he will be willing to examine the words and actions of his enemies and discern, wow, this is hard, and discern, is there any truth to what they're saying? That is what I find so difficult. God, give me grace, strength, courage, to discern, is there any truth to the criticism, the accusations, the statements that people have made against me? Timothy and Kathy Keller, many of you know that that Tim Keller passed away um, in uh, many, many months ago, and he was a hero of mine. I've, I've read many of his books. He shaped me in many ways, but in their devotional that he and his wife wrote together called The Songs of Jesus— which walks through the book of Psalms, uh, they write, David appeals to God's mercy, grateful for his patience with him. David is, is open to correction, willing to examine himself to see if, despite his enemy's evil motivations, there might be something in him that warrants rebuke and needs to change. And then if that's not already convicting and challenging enough, they write, if someone is criticizing you, and the criticism is mostly mistaken, identify the 20% of the indictment that is fair. 
without excuse, be willing to take it to heart. The strongest Christians, they write, are the ones most willing to repent. Wow. The strongest Christians, and I would even add the, the most spiritual Christians, are the ones most willing to repent. Repent is um, a posture of the attitude, really. It's holistic. It's your affections. It's your thoughts. It's your words. It's your actions. It's seeing something the way God sees it and says, that is wrong. I'm going to turn from that. I'm going to turn away. The strongest Christians are the ones willing to repent. Is that something that you believe? Now, as a leader, and I serve as one of the pastors, specifically the lead pastor at Graceland Church, there is not a week, perhaps even a day, but for sure a week. There's not a week that goes by where I don't receive some type of criticism. Some of it is warranted and some of it is unwarranted. Some of it is lodged like a grenade hoping to inflict damage and hurt, while other times it's conveyed with with grace and, and with love. Regardless of the motive or even the manner, this is what's difficult, regardless of the motive and even the manner in which the criticism is conveyed, one of the disciplines, as we're thinking biblically, one of the disciplines, particularly for a leader, that they need to be reminded is that they need to be accustomed to living out in their life is asking God to incline their heart to do a thorough self-examination regarding the criticism. You just, you and I have to, if you're going to be in a position of leadership, and I would say just living the Christian life, as we do life together, we need to be accustomed to living out uh, a request of God to incline our heart to help us do a thorough self-examination regarding the reality of when people speak into our life, when people exhort, challenge, rebuke, admonish, right? The strongest Christians are the ones willing to repent. And I find criticism really hard, but what Timothy and Kathy Keller say is, even if the manner and the motive is wrong, find the 20% of the criticism. Criticism is tough. To be really transparent, it, it wears on my soul. But what is more troubling and concerning is living a life where you intentionally remove yourself from correction and rebuke and exhortation and think to yourself, my wisdom is complete. My perspective is always right. I don't need her. I don't need him. I don't need them. That's foolish and, and really a dangerous perspective to embrace. And, and further, what Solomon writes in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1, whoever isolates himself or herself seeks their own desire. They break out against all sound judgment. It is incredibly difficult to make good, godly, wise decisions when you isolate. You break away from all sound judgment. When you say things like, my perspective is always right. My wisdom is complete. I don't receive your criticism. What Timothy and Kathy Keller would say is, find the sliver of truth uh, in the 20% of the criticism and do an examination and say, where can I get better? Where's the truth? 
Where's the silver lining? Thinking biblically as we think about the reality that the strongest Christians, the most spiritual Christians, are the ones willing to repent. Is that characteristic of your life? Repentance, as we've seen the scriptures, particularly in the book of Romans, repentance is God's kindness. It's a tool that helps us recalibrate our lives to live in a life where we are pleasing to Jesus. And uh, I hope and pray that you and I will grow strong in our fellowship of Jesus. And one of the ways that we do that is being willing and committed to repent. Have a great day. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Living Biblically. We hope this episode encouraged you today. And if you have any questions, feel free to email us at questions at gracelandbaptist.org.